Good morning. It is April 9th, 2023. This is Gregory Rutchick on the First Marathon Podcast. So you're, we're about two weeks, two weeks or three weeks from the marathon, LA Marathon. I think it's two weeks. And, uh, you know, I wanted to give you an update. I wish you all are having a wonderful holiday weekend. Um, it's actually one, two, three. Let's see. The marathon was the 19th. It's actually the 19th, one, two, three weekends ago. Three weekends ago. So I think the most important update I'm going to tell you about my new Garmin watch. So I've been running with a Garmin front runner 35. I'll get to my voice in a second. Um, Garmin front runner. Runner 35 is the lowest model. It, it, it does exactly what I needed to do. It is a running watch. It has heart rate, distance, GPS, works well with the Garmin Connect app on my iPhone. And it really does a great job of tracking my running and my activity. And it also tracks things like sleep and other data if I want to put it in. So my watch of many years, I think it was my original watch. I could be wrong. My original watch um, stopped working uh, last Thursday. And uh, today is Sunday, so a week ago, Thursday. And uh, I was skiing. And I wrote Garmin online. I have an account there because I had gotten a heart rate monitor. And they, I bought for $89 a replacement. A new one is more than $89. So they replaced my watch. I got the watch in a day. And that was awesome. So Garmin all the way. Um, I'm, I'm amazed, you know, if you think about, I don't know if you remember Tom Toms and basically Tom Tom owned the little gadget you put near your rear view mirror to give you directions. It had the Tom Tom map. And for whatever reason, you know, Tom Tom was not able to pivot when the maps, Google maps, Apple maps became on our phones. And Tom Tom, as far as I know, went by the wayside. Garmin, however, immediately pivoted. They had the same device, same kind of product, and they became a watch company. They might have had a watch, but they are really known for their watches now. So my hat is off to Garmin. I'm not wearing a hat. Um, so my voice uh, got back a week ago, a week ago Saturday. Had an amazing week skiing in Colorado. The snow was incredible. And three things happened. My cardio was incredible. I was not altitude sick. I had the ability to ski down each run without stopping. Um, and I had tr- number two, I had tremendous leg strength. No quad or leg tiredness. I had, uh, you might recall, a bit of a right hip issue going into the marathon. And I had that hip achiness on the right hip side, the right glute side, and on arrival in Vail. Uh, a week ago Saturday when I first arrived. More than a week ago, sorry. Two weeks ago I arrived. I arrived on the 24th or the 25th, I think, yeah. So within a day of skiing, hip problem gone. Can't explain it. I can't explain it. I mean, I could argue that I massaged the heck out of it, and I did. I have a small electric massage gun 
I have a big one as well, the Hypervolt. The small one is a Japanese brand, which does a tremendous job. And I did massage my legs post-skiing and jacuzzi them post-skiing every day. But I can't really explain, other than massages and some stretching I did, why my hip problem went away. Except for one thing. I didn't do yoga when I was away. No bending, no Surya Namaskar A's or vinyasas, no up dogs, down dogs, no, no, no yoga. So we'll have to see. This week, I will start yoga again, I expect. I took this past week off because the third thing that I came back thinking about was my cold. I had lost my voice. Uh, my voice is still not back, obviously. And I had a cold. I had a cough in my chest which I still do have a little bit left of. And I'm guessing I caught it on the plane. Um, There was a kid coughing in front of me with a mask on, but I did catch a cold. So skiing was incredible. What a great gift. I mean, if I said to you, for example, are you a skier? And you said yes. Or you said no, but I'm a biker, or I'm a walker, or I just love to hike. And I said to you, what if I told you that after being a runner, you would be able to do those activities with so much more body strength, ease, and comfort? Would it be worth running to do it? I don't know if I can't answer for you, but for me, second season in a row of skiing, and I slayed it. That was a huge payoff. So for all the reasons I run, here's a new one. Boy, skiing, wonderful. To be able to feel strong in the body, and just to be able to, I mean, I, I really didn't leave anything on the field at all. I mean, I was just, or I left it all on the field, rather, I guess. I didn't hold anything back. I went into my GS turns, rolling my ankles and knees all the way to each side, took deep turns, skied the moguls, pretty much no holds bar. Uh, I believe that's a cattle term. And I've used it before. I don't really know where it comes from, but it means really just letting it rip. And I slayed it and it felt great. So running equals slaying it on the slopes. Um, the other thing which I think is really important, uh, and, I, and I will have to really say this mostly for myself, is that having good equipment, keeping yourself warm is critical. My, I have a one-piece North Face outfit. I bought it at least 20 years ago. It's still totally awesome, in great shape, looks great, and it's really just a Gore-Tex shell. I am kept toasty warm in that thing. With the exception of, I would say, below 10 degrees, I will add a third layer, but otherwise it's a running shirt, short sleeve shirt, a running long sleeve shirt, both dry fit shirts. My third layer would be a down vest, which I used on the coldest day, And frankly, I sweat in that third layer. I didn't need it. Um, The other thing, gloves versus mittens, I don't know. I have gloves. Didn't you wear the mittens? My fingers were cold one day. It was freezingly cold at the end of the day. Um, And I luckily had some uh, hand warmers. My brother had them. I used them. Totally saved my ass because I was going to go in. And I complained, you know, I was like, you know what? I had a great couple runs. I think I'm going to go call it a day. I skied four or five more runs after saying that each day. 
And it was all psychological. There was no reason for me to call it a day. I wasn't tired. I wasn't cold, except for when my fingers got cold, but then my fingers got warm again. So having great equipment that you can rely on. My boots are amazing. I have these great Lang boots. They're also old. They're probably not even sold anymore, but I had an issue on the third day with my toe, uh, right at the kind of bunion point of the big toe. I had this pain and I was like, where did you come from third day? And I, I took my foot out of the boot. I really couldn't see anything on my foot except that there was a little bit of a red line and I was like, you know what? There's something rubbing on my toe. So KY tape to the rescue. I had KY tape on my leg. You may recall me talking about it. KY tape is a mystery. It is a, uh, looks like an ace bandage, but it's an adhesive tape. You put it on your leg or wherever you have had some pulling of a muscle or icky, and it does something to the myofascia, which is the, 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 you know, the, the, the space between your muscles and your skin and your bones. And lo and behold, it works like magic. I took a little piece off of the one on my leg. I cut it literally at the uh, picnic table with a knife and put it on my toe, about an inch worth, just to cover the red spot, hoping I'd reduce the uh, whatever was rubbing. And sure enough, problem solved. Um, total spit and glue solution. Problem with the toe went away. And the toe's critical in skiing for one, many reasons. I mean, you really can't deal with pain anywhere, but the toe is where, in my opinion, all the action is. All your weight is on your toes, you know, on your, on your big toes, especially the palm of your feet, on your, on your knuckle, and you're really pushing that toe in to exercise your edging. And without, with pain on your toe, you can't really do that. You really can't send it to the toe. So this really saved me. Um, anyway, skiing was amazing. Haven't really done much running. I did run a couple days this week, five mile runs, felt good, a little sluggish. The cold, you know, really has slowed me down, but I'm going to be back. I think I've got some energy. In fact, I might go for a short run now, wishing everybody a wonderful holiday weekend and a great beginning of the week. Gregory Rutchick, first marathon. Good morning, podcast listeners. This is first marathon. And this is Gregory Rutchick. Well, <clears throat> it's April 11th, and I just thought I'd give you a quick update as I set out in my Tuesday uh, today, do a little weights. And uh, <clears throat> so yesterday was, you know, I tried to get into the regular schedule mindset. And what I, what I thought about doing was just getting up and going for a run. And... Uh, that's what I did. Uh, I, I got my morning started. It was a gorgeous blue bird day, not a single cloud in the sky. And I put on my sneakers and I did lie to myself for sure. I definitely would admit, and I've spoken to people before about this, that is, do I love running? Uh, people often ask questions like, do you like being in LA versus San Francisco versus New York. And, and I don't really know how to answer those. Those are not a question. I'm not a binary person. So the reality is, is I love uh, running. Um, I don't like all parts of running. And uh, yesterday was just a little lie was put on your sneakers, see how you feel. I had had a, 
uh, a cough and I still haven't gotten my voice 100% back. Um, so I basically, you know, figured I wouldn't, I'm not going to push myself to such an extent that, um, you know, whatever. So I decided to go for it and uh, I went for a run and you know what? Everything seemed fine. Last week I did run twice. It's not like I didn't run at all. And uh, I did an eight-mile run. <coughs> all right? <coughs> There's the cough. And the co I didn't cough really at all while I was – I just started my, my little cardio thing, so you'll have to forgive me. But uh, I didn't really have a problem at all during the run. The body felt extremely strong. The body felt relaxed and uh, kind of at ease. No real niggles or kinks. Certainly the right hip issue. Uh, I'm not going to say anything too loud, but knock on wood, it's gone. Uh, I'm going to do yoga tonight. I'm sure the right hip issue is going to rear its little head again. And that kind of sucks. But I did, you know, I did a slow run. I did a 1045 pace, which is very perfectly fine for me. I don't really care. I'm not running for any kind of, you know, award. And uh, certainly for myself, it just felt great, you know. I mean, what's the purpose of the activity, I think, is number one. purpose of the activity is during the activity, it should feel good. Um, I certainly did exert myself. I did certain miles faster than others. Um, it's my hilly up and over what I call the Wilshire uh, golf course hill. And uh, the purpose of the activity is when I'm done to feel strong, confident, and proud. Again, there's my mantra. Talked about that before. And uh, <coughs> set myself up for uh, having a good day. Um, I also took myself salsa dancing last night, which is, you know, one of the fun things to do when things are aligning and, uh, there's nothing quite like the way Latin people are able to move and feel a beat and syncopation in their bodies. It's a bit confounding to me, but I'm learning. I'm learning. So that's just a quick update. Today is Tuesday. I was going to go for a run. But if you remember, I kind of switched up my schedule that last cycle, this last training cycle to be Monday run, Tuesday weights and yoga, Wednesday rest day, Thursday weights and yoga or run, and Friday run, maybe Saturday, God knows what, Sunday run, you know, not overdoing the running and um, or balancing some of these other strength activities because one of my goals now is to solidify the foundation, the muscle, muscular, skeletal muscular foundation. So that's going to be an interesting journey. Um, that's going to require slightly different diet, higher protein. I've got to watch carbs and cholesterol. Not that I have a cholesterol problem, but I don't want to have a problem. How about that? Uh, my mom had blockage in her 80s and uh, I certainly don't want to have you know what she went through she had a heart attack at 81 or so so I I, I don't want that to happen and genetically it, it's 
you know, there's a high probability. So I have to either get on Crestor, which I don't want to do, um, but may have to anyway, and also watch my own cholesterol intake. Um, the other thing, of course, in addition to diet shift, I've noticed I've really slacked off on my hydration. My, you know, hydration as, a, as an active person, and I'll tell you, there's really no excuse because hydration, at least for now, in our lives, we have water readily accessible. And if you can install a water filter in your home, you know, you're all set. Uh, I have no excuse. But I can tell, and I've said this before, if your urine doesn't look like champagne and it's darker, you're dehydrated. Now, what does that mean? Well, a man walked up to me yesterday during salsa and he was drinking water. And he said, believe it or not, drinking water helps you catch your breath. And I looked at him and I said, of course it does. H2O. It's got oxygen in there. Now, oxygen is O2. Putting that aside, there's oxygen molecules in water. And if you don't believe that water is essential for your body, you're wrong. We're 70% water. The earth is 70 or so percent water. Probably not a coincidence. And drink a lot of water. Stay hydrated. Good luck with your plans. Keep me posted. This is Gregory Rutchick at First Marathon.